Hello and welcome back to the Regents Pod. Today we have a special guest with us. We have Alex. Thank welcome. You. How are you doing? Very good, very much. How are you doing? I'm doing well, yes. Fabulous. Um, now you are our first first year that we have on the podcast this academic year. Come on. Which is Ooh. very exciting. Come so it's on. Very good to have you. Yeah, and yeah, much. Ben, would you like to tell us what we have lined up? For today's yes, episode. we have a very exciting podcast coming up. So obviously, we're going to get to know Alex a little bit better and and hear about his testimony. We've also got Listen Twist is <laughs> back. back in the new year. We are back again with a great Listen Twist. So stay tuned and uh, make sure you listen up for that. Yeah. But for for now, Alex, we just want to hear a little bit about your thoughts of uh, studying at Regents and and how you found the last few months. Being yeah, here. absolutely. So it is a real privilege uh, being the first first year. And it means I can give you some some really good examples of what it's like being here first year. And everyone, if you're if you if you're sitting not here thinking about coming to, to Bible College, listen up because like it's not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Um, <laughs> it's good. It, it's genuinely so. What I like about Regents in itself is, although we're learning some quite heavy and quite complicated things. Um, all lecturers give it to us in such a good way. Mm. Lots of facilitation. It's never, you should believe this, you should believe that. It's more this, that, this, that, and then a nice group discussion. Um, mm. So for me, the way that works is just fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's really nice. I'm a bit older than most people here. Um, so Regents in itself has been really accommodating to that. Um, mm. Can't give enough praise to the staff and all of the, all the students. Encouraging. Yeah, and so do you think being older, how has that affected, like, socially with the other people in your year and on yeah. site? Well, well, you're going to probably see as this goes on, I'm, 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 I'm quite energetic, <laughs> as you all know already. So with the younger lads and the, young, you know, the younger people, I can slip easily quite in. Um, there hasn't, I haven't felt any sort of disconnect. Right. Um, which I might have, because you know, you know, some people like like Josh is seventeen, mm, right? Mm. So, but it's just like it's just like the, it feels like we're the same age, and I think that's because we've got that sort of like that brotherly and sisterly loving Christ, right? With with that family of God, yeah. um, and and I think that just evaporates all that really. Mm. Um, I think a lot, a lot, a lot of students will think of me as like an uncle, or like, <laughs> or like a dad, <laughs> and that, that's all right because I've got a lot yeah. of experience in life, and I can yeah. share that, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. And uh, obviously, you don't actually live on site, do you, Alex? Yep, so you live right. just a few minutes away, down at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. How has that kind of uh, kind of played into the, your studies at Regents? Has that yeah do you know, changed it? So that that's that's a big thing. Um, and again, if if you, if you if you're watching and you're like, oh, I've got family, I can't live on site, or how am I going to make this work? It works. I've got two kids, I'm married, and I've got a dog. Um, <laughs> and that's the reason why I wasn't allowed to stay on site because you know we're not allowed dogs and stuff, and that's okay, allergies and stuff. Um, but that made us look for other, you know, places to live, other, mm. other places. Yeah. Um, and I feel a part of the community, mm. um, as, as everybody else does, mm-hmm. but I have that separate space yeah. where I can be with my family because mm-hmm. um, that's really important. When you get married and you have kids, mm. you need to have that, that time where it's just you guys in your middle circle, right? Mm. Um, so yes, I, I feel part of the community, um, but then when I come away... I'm then I'm still in community. I, I'm, I speak to everybody still, but I'm able to have that time with my family, and it's mm. really important. And just it, it can definitely be done. You don't need to live on site. It's it's good if you can, if you know you're single or whatever. But if you've got a family, and you're thinking, oh, you know, how am I going to make this work logistically? It really works really really well. There's a lot of grace with students and staff and stuff mm. like that. So love it. 
That's good. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. How, how long did it take to find that balance between studying and obviously raising your family here as yeah. well? Yeah. So um, it was pretty instantaneous, if I'm, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, so I'm 35, so I've been working since I was 16. Yeah. So I've always had a working mindset. Uh, mm -hmm. This is the time I'm at work, this is the time I'm at home. Mm -hmm. So when I finished working and came to college, um, I, I, I just moved that over, except from working from that times, I'm in studies from when I drop my kids off in the morning mm -hmm. until three o'clock, pick mm -hmm. the kids up and then I go home and then that's it. Yeah. College stays yeah. at college. We still love Jesus, you don't leave Jesus <laughs> at college. But all the, all the mind switches off from papers and stuff like that. Yeah. We just have a lovely time with the, with the family. And people from college come for dinner and stuff as well. But oh, that's, that's how I've worked it. Yeah. It's yeah. just my job. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Have you, yeah. Have you found it's been more productive to keep it that way? 100%. Because yeah. what, what, what I found, again, I'm going to, you know, if you're listening and, and, you, and, 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 you, and you're young, what the... What the what the attractive thing to do would be all oh, hanging out and going to the gym and doing this. And that's all really great. But what happens then is it, it goes to last minute and you're rushing and you're stressed and you're, and you're doing that. Mm. If you put your plan out, you know, this is, this is how I'm going to work. Boom. And then mm. after that, or before that, I'll go to the gym and after that I'll go and hang out. Then yeah. you, you, it just, it just fits in nice. Your paper's done early. Then yeah. you give an axe with the boys. <laughs> that's good. That sounds good. <laughs> Need to take that advice, I think. Yeah, me too. Me too, definitely. I got a paper doing soon, uh, Monday. Mm. <laughs> Not started that yet. What paper is it? Uh, it's a paper about, uh, it's in the pastoring and preaching module. Nice. Uh, which I'm really enjoying at the minute. And it's about baptism. Come on. And um, how, as a pastor of a church or a church leader, you kind of, um, what, what are the kind of necessary steps to go through people with before baptism? And kind of uh, how uh, the different kind of what's the word? Not I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the word. There is a word for it, but I can't think of what the word is. What you need to have done before preparations. Yes, there you go. Preparation. Yes. Preparation for baptism. Yeah. There you go. That's it's important. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that'll be good. Um, so I'll write this that this week. But uh, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Before I got baptized, I did a um, I did a study a study book. Mm. by Derek Prince it's called the self-study bible book uh, and, it, and, it, and it goes I did it as soon as I gave my life to the Lord I, I, I ploughed through this I think it's 14 chapters and it's all the individual sort of like key doctrines not like questions like what does this mean it could be a, a wide range it's mm. a question and the answer's in scripture so it's so good at just getting you in the word mm. and a, ch a chunk of that was baptism so when I sure. when, well, when I did baptism I was like I've got to get baptised ran to my church my, <laughs> my minister was like well you've only been saved for a couple of months I was like if you don't do it I'm going to go somewhere else right. <laughs> and he was like alright okay and then I'll, I'll, I'll discuss why a little really important a bit later on but yeah, yeah. it's so important to get back really important to understand what that means too to have that fire for it mm -hmm. yeah I love yeah. that yeah so that's what this week will be I'm very excited right on the page <laughs> heads down going for I'm glad you picked a question to be honest yes <laughs> yes no I picked that no I picked that a couple of days ago okay. but no it's been good very good. Mm. Yeah, so you've done a few modules now since yeah. starting. What's been any highlights or favourites? Yes, yeah. absolutely. So I I didn't finish school. I was kicked out of my house when I was 12. I was homeless. Um, and so that was my, like, that was my academic level, a 12-year-old. I did go back and do my, my English GCSE so I could come. Um, but I come in quite worried about that kind of aspect right. of it. But, you know, the end of Hebrews in 13, it talks about, um, when you're in God's will, he equips us. 
he, he equips us to go to go in his will um, and it, you can just see that here as, as long as you're walking in his, in his will my favourite module and I, it was it, what, the peak of it I got a 75 mm. on in biblical interpretations on a research paper um, and I worked really hard but although I worked really hard I, if I close my eyes and I can see myself tapping away <laughs> I, can, I can almost see God's hands just tapping away with me Right. if that makes sense um, mm -hmm. and it's just been a pleasure and again that's down to the you know the staff mm. giving it to us in a way that we understand there's no pretentious teachers I've met yet who are just ridiculous and want to buff themselves <laughs> up um, but building permutations was my favourite so far not mm. a massive fan of my last module which was uh, church the church leadership one just oh, because really? yeah I struggled a little bit with the interview it's not, not, not it's not his fault it's my fault so mm. uh, my, my last module I had to interview um, so somebody and, and I don't think he'd done that before so when I was interviewing him um, I let him go on more and he, he, he kept he kept going off on tangents and mm -hmm. I didn't bring him in so after the 10 minutes he'd only answered a few of my questions mm -hmm. so it left me with either interview somebody else but then do him a disservice or mm -hmm. just stick into it so that's why I said you know what I can't he's took his time out mm -hmm. it's my fault not his just go yeah. for it but I've just not enjoyed it because it was quite hard okay. right. we'll make sure we do that today again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are there any modules you look forward to um, so big big fan of evangelism um, mm. I think everyone needs to know God everyone needs to know that Jesus loves them um, unconditionally there is a, a love that cannot be matched on earth um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to evangelism, evangelism and apologetics yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah, that, was, um, that was a good module. You, I enjoyed you, that. Do you, guys, do you guys both do it? I didn't take it. Oh, okay. didn't you? I couldn't. I couldn't take it. Oh, oh no, why not? Um, part of the course, I had to do like track-specific stuff, so oh, I couldn't what, have any choices. Uh, performing arts. Oh, okay, there we yeah. go. So yeah. very that focused instead. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so, so evangelism and apolog apologetics... Um, I'm, I, I really want to do world religion. Um, I've got a real heart for Muslim, Muslim people. Um, so I'd like to understand more about what they believe so I can better explain the gospel to them. Sure. And um, I think third years did Hebrews to Revelations. Yes. Yeah, they just did that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm hoping that stays on because that's just <laughs> it. Just feels like a, a huge Bible study. Yeah. And that's yeah. just fabulous. If we're in the Bible, let's get it going, right? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We did Gospels and Acts at the start of this year, and that was really really good. Nice. I enjoyed that module a lot. Nice. Um, which again, same concept, just going through it. Um, just really like good. a giant Bible study. Yeah. Exactly. Do you know why? I, I I read Revelations before I gave my life to the Lord, so it's mm -hmm. one of my most favourite books that I still don't understand, and that's okay. <laughs> like, but it's just so much. There's so much graphics in there, and you know, and and we're told to study that, and there's a blessing from studying that. So I'm really excited to mm -hmm. really dig in and, and understand what everybody, because I have quite a strong set of beliefs on there. So I'm really excited to hear what everybody else thinks, and yeah. just to see where I sit with all that. Really, yeah, yeah be good. Yeah, the uh, lecturer that does it, David Johnson. Uh, he's very clever. And yeah. he, he did his PhD in Revelation. Ah, yeah, he's a very clever okay. guy. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So he, he uh, I do biblical Greek every Monday, mm. and he teaches that as well. But yeah, he's a very clever guy. So I'm looking forward to that module. Hoping to mm. do it next year. Hopefully, you can. You, your your thinking lines over him, or you're a really good arguer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so cool. I wanted to ask Alex. Um, obviously, coming this year. 
has meant you know moving to a new place mm. and um, you know getting getting used to that you know it's the same family but in a new in a new sense we wanted to ask how was your Christmas was in a new Christmas. house yeah in a new place cool so Christmas was different more than just because we moved um, I've been the bra- I've been the main breadwinner of the family mm. my wife looked after the kids I went off to work I had a pretty decent job so she was working this this year and her job she's a prison officer now so she had to work Christmas Day mm. so that was a, a lot stranger than usual so we had our Christmas Day on Christmas Eve so let's just say that didn't happen and, and we're just concentrating on Christmas Eve mm. um, it was really nice because usually we are, are, I cook for most most of the family there's 15, 20 of us back home mm-hmm. uh, but this time it was just me my wife my kids mm. and the, one of the one of the college students came because he needed somewhere to, to have dinner so so it it felt a lot more personal this year, mm-hmm. which was really really nice. Oh, I'm glad. Um, it was really really good, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it was nice. A lot, a lot more personal. Oh, cool. James, I think it's time. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> it's time for our segment: lists and twists. Nice. Let's go. We just love a little bit of lists and twists. Yeah, it's just a fun little activity. Yeah, it's just something that we yeah. slip in there every now and again. Yeah. So, James. What is yeah. our list? Well, mm. here at Regents with the canteen, we get served many different types of food, which is very good. And so we want to know, Alex, what is your top three favourite cuisines of okay. the world? Of the world? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Flat out, I love Italian food. Okay. I love the taste and the pasta and the sauces. Mm-hmm. Um, so Italian food, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's not a type of food, but a roast dinner. Yeah, would be right. number two. A good mm-hmm. English roast dinner, some nice roast buds, big joint of meat, Yorkshire mm-hmm. pudding, all the veg. Can't go wrong, really. Can you? No, <laughs> no. Um, so I re. I, and then, how do you want four? Um, how many we could go with four. Yeah, you four's go. fine. Go yeah. on. Did you go with four? Okay. So Italian, a roast dinner. Um, I love uh, Japanese food, uh, mm. not just sushi. I love all the like bento boxes and. Um, and uh, all that kind of cuisine. Uh, Chinese, not a massive fan of Indian food. I, I will do if I go out to the restaurant, but I don't like it as a mm. takeaway. Um, and then, like, a, you know, a good fish and chips is, is oh, yeah, really classic. Nice. I used to be a chef, you see. Yeah. So, um, food's a big thing. Yeah, definitely. Mm. We were going to talk about that a bit later, weren't we? Mm. Very exciting. <laughs> Very exciting. And so, obviously, you know, as a chef, yep. you, know, you know all your stuff. But, uh, I, I think I know almost. <laughs> My wife stuff. might not agree all the time. <laughs> but if we were to throw a little bit of twist on that, yeah. The twist is now you have to choose one food, and you can only eat that food. Japanese for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's, I've just Japanese. Japanese. What about mm. one type of Japanese food? Yeah, mm, that's difficult because you couldn't really say bento box because a bento box in, in Japan is just like a lunch box. Mm, just right. have different bits in it. Yeah. Um, so. Big fan of sushi. Really? But yeah. Do you not like sushi? I've never no. actually tried sushi. I've tried a little bit. I'm just not a big fan. Yo sushi in Worcester. 20% off the students, Monday to Friday. Really? Come right. on. Where should we go? Definitely. <laughs> right, right after this. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, so I like sushi, but I think if I had to choose one Japanese, it would be a ramen. Okay. Um, I would have ramen. So ramen is uh, really soup-like with noodles and meat and egg yeah. and other sort of vegetables and stuff Hot so it fills you up yeah really warm and fills you up I can eat that every day all day so can my wife 
I can hear my wife over. Let's go back there. Let's talk about our Japanese tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. It's a good chat. Very well thought out as well. Yeah. Yeah. What would you have, James? Yeah. Oof, I don't know, you know. I don't think there can just be one. Like, I don't think I'd be able to cope having the same thing all the time. Because yeah. you just get sick of it after a while. I suppose so. Mm. What do you say? Do, I do like Greek food. Really Greek like food yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yogurts and yeah. And yeah. my home church, like one of the associate pastors, is Greek and his family, and they just like, um, yeah, just have Greek food sometimes, and it's just nice. after church, it's good. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I don't know now. Greek's a good shout. <laughs> it is. Greek's I'm a very really good shout. My life right now. Yeah. I don't know. You'd probably just go something like some sort of pasta, wouldn't you? It's easy. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that's Safe a bit of a cop out, isn't it? Really, but I feel like there's you know, there's lots you can do with it. That's true. Mm. Oh, that Nando's. Cheese? Actually, Nando's. Oh. It would be Nando's. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry. It would be Nando's every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you have at Nando's? Oh, well, there's just so much you can have, isn't there? Oh, do you not have a steak? <laughs> do you know what I have? Yeah, I do. I get most of the steak. <laughs> I get the, uh, the thighs with yeah. a medium heat, but you have the hot sauce. Oh, it's the yeah. best combo nice. with a pair of chips and garlic bread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pair of pair of chips all day long. Yes, it's good. It. It good. Although the Fino pit is nice as well. My wife mm. has that all the time. Come on, Stacey. Love yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> That's so my good. wife's name, by the way. <laughs> Darby actually has a fantastic Nando's. <laughs> Do I knew you were going to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a story about Darby. It's, Darby just, it's just a Nando's like every other Nando's, but for some reason it just tastes better in Derby. So, okay. There you go. Mm. Do you want to hear a funny story? Back when me, me and my wife got first got married, like this is we got married eight years ago, almost nine actually, nine years, February the sixteenth, it'll be nine years. Um, we we were both working, so we had a bit of extra cash, um, and we used to go to Nando's. And after about a year, we 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 thought, hang on a minute, how long have we gone to Nando's? Then we we worked out in that year we spent about nine grand on Nando's. We went four wow. days a week, five wow. days a week. It got to a point we would go there, everyone would tell us by name, and we'd get a discount. Wow, so no. we had to step away from Nando's for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this isn't, this isn't financially viable anymore. Living out of the list. <laughs> yeah. 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 Taking the listen twist to the next degree. Yeah. Yeah. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. I'm sure you would do that. If you I would do that, yeah. If the yeah. opportunity arose. <laughs> Get your points discussed. Back when it was mango and lime as well. Do you remember mango and lime? I do lime? remember. That lemon <laughs> The glory days. Yeah. <laughs> well... I think that leads us on nicely to maybe the main chunk of what yes. our podcasts are. Yeah. And that's just getting to know you, really. So um, we'd just love you to chat through some of your, your testimony or your Jesus story with us. Yeah, yeah we just want to get to know who you are, really, Alex. So that'd yeah. be great. Thank you. Come on. Perfect. So, yeah, awesome. I love that you say Jesus story. And it's something I've never heard before I've come here. And mm. Pete says it a lot, your Jesus story. And sometimes when we're telling our Jesus stories, we can forget it's about Jesus. Mm. Um, so it really helps me to think. And I've been thinking a little bit about it. Um, and I want to tell you just a little bit of my previous life before Jesus. But a lot more of what Jesus has done in my life since there. That's the real testimonies that I want people to, to know can happen if you love Jesus, right? Mm. So I was kicked out of my house. I said before I was 12 years old. I was homeless for a little while. I was addicted to drugs. And I was addicted to drugs for 12 years. Um, it got to a point where I was overdosing. I was up in Chester. Uh, I hadn't been asleep for about a week. I don't know, a week and a half. Not eating, you know because when you're on them kinds of you can't. And I, um, <clears throat> I felt like I was, over, I, I, I was overdosing. Um, so I ran out of the room where everyone was partying, went into the bathroom, and I was just like, God, if you're real, I need you to 
take me out of this. I can't do this anymore. I don't come from a Christian home. Mm. I never knew anything about Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I just woke up. I was in the bathroom and then I woke up in the morning and my addiction was gone. Wow. Absolutely gone. There was no shakes. There was no nothing. That's 12 years every wow. day. Wow. Yeah. I worked mm-hmm. up until about a month before this happened. So I was able to work my, my whole life, but I had this active addiction that completely ruled my life. And I woke up and it was gone and it was a genuine miracle. And like any atheist, I was like, it's not Jesus. <laughs> um, so fast forward a long time, uh, lots of different women and just generally living a, a non-Christian secular life. Um, I met my wife and we, we met each other. We fell in, we will, we will tell a different story she was a Christian, so she's this loving story. She fell in love with me and before we met and we were talking and then we met and it was beautiful and I was not a Christian, so I was just just, just trying to do what a man does. Um, and God was not having it. Um, I'm a really big believer that when, even before you give your life to Jesus, he shows you these roads, these thin roads and these wide roads. Um, and that's what he's done throughout my life. I can see it by looking back where Jesus has changed it a little bit. Um, so I met my wife. Um, I, I ended up giving my life to the Lord. Um, God gave me a vision at a baptism. And um, I, so remember I, I left school at 12 and I couldn't really read mm. very well. So when I gave my life to the Lord, I was so excited and just, I just wanted to know who this Jesus was because mm. I'd said yes which a lot of us do. Yeah, I'll give my life to Jesus. You know, this sounds really nice. There was, a, there was loads that worked up to it, but it's not, you know, I gave my life. I need to know. And I started reading and God taught me to read while reading the Bible. And he give, you know, Solomon says that there's seasons for everything. And in this season, I would finish work at about five, five o'clock. We'd come home and we'd pray and do whatever we do. Uh, we're, we're married. We, you know, we're not, we're not quite married at, at this, at, at, at this point. And then we would, go to sleep and then we, we would sort of read um, and then she would fall asleep and I would read until, I don't know, five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning, work at seven o'clock, eight, eight o'clock. So I'd have like two hours sleep, but it was, there was such a miraculous awakeness. I don't know how you would, you would, you would do it. And that went on for months and I read back to front, back to front, back to front of the Bible, just falling in love with Jesus. Uh, and that's, I, I would say that's when I really surrendered to, to, to God mm-hmm. um, and the Holy Spirit. My wife's snoring beside me um, and I'm just blubbering. <laughs> I love you, Jesus. Just <laughs> seeing the love of God in those pages. Um, so obviously we'd, we'd moved in together and we'd, and we've, we, we, which we shouldn't have done because we weren't married um, and we were both on fire for Jesus, but we just kept failing and, we kept falling into lust and fornication. And every time we did, we would repent and say, and you know, it went on for a couple of weeks. And then Jesus really clearly told me, I love it. I come back in the room, I got in bed and Stacy looked at me and she was like, if we're gonna carry on, we've gotta get married. Bear in mind, we've been together for three months. I've known her for three months. So I said, okay, <laughs> let's do it. A month later, we went and got married. Um, that was eight years ago. Um, so God's really blessed that. So another point I want to tell you about it. Uh, God's chipped away at things in my life stages, but some people he just takes everything away for. Mm. Um, he, he'll take, you'll change you completely. For me, he's done chunks. 
So before I gave my life to the Lord, he took my addiction. And I feel like he took my addiction because I wouldn't have been able to come off that without him taking it completely. Some people really struggle with their addiction for a long time, coming away and coming to Jesus. I don't think I would have had the power to do that. Scripture says he won't push you too far, right? So I really feel I have that sense. So when I'd give my life to the Lord, I was still smoking and I couldn't quit smoking and I felt so guilty. And this leads on to my baptism. So I'm doing this, this Derek Prince study book and finished the I uh, finished the, 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 the chapter on baptism and I just so clearly heard Jesus say, When you get baptized, I'll take that from you. I'll take that from you. So I said, okay, that's why I ran to my pastor. <laughs> and he was like, Wow. And I'm as I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm everywhere, I'm everywhere. I've got ADHD, so I'm quite hyperactive anyway. Um, so he was a little bit like, Oh, he wants to make sure I'm sound, I'm like I've done this, I've list off the things I've learned about baptism and I was like I'm just going to go somewhere else if you don't do it it's like, alright we'll do it we'll do it um, really great testimony coming so we go there I have a pack of 10 cigarettes I have a cigarette finish it go into the church get baptised everyone puts their hands on me all hell breaks loose Every, I just just such a baptism of the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues um, it was so amazing come out First thing I think about is have a cigarette. Put it in my mouth and I lit it and it tasted really gross. I'm like, oh, that was a bad one. So I've got eight left. And I try again. Oh, I go through all ten cigarettes. All of them taste as gross. So so not only did he take it, I just can't do it anymore. And I've tried, like, every now and again, I'll be like, come on. Oh, and I just can't. It, I, wow. As soon as I have that first drag of it, it's just repulsive. Mm-hmm. So such a great testament of Jesus taking it, taking it out of my life. Um, we were together for, we were married for about six months. Um, and then my mum ran and said she was really, really poorly. And she lives in Canada. I grew up in Canada. Um, so we, we decided to go to Canada to stay with her and see if we can help. It turns out she wasn't as poorly as she said she was. Um, and there, a bit of a rift happened between my wife and my, and my family. Um, and we were going to leave because we couldn't work. We were on a visa. Uh, and we'd been attending the church for about three weeks of uh, an AOG, not an AOG. Let me see, Pentecostal Association, Pentecostal Assemblies of God Church in, in, in Canada. Really, really good church. Uh, but they didn't really know us too well, probably about two or three weeks. And we messaged the pastor, look, we've had a really good time. It's not working out here. We're having a bit of a fight with the family. We're going to need to go home. Um, and they messaged and said, we don't think you should. We feel like you're here for a reason. So remember, I'm I'm been saved for I don't know six or seven months, mm-hmm. on fire for Jesus, reading the Bible all the time. Still do now, um, but I'm in that initial stage of just mm. Jesus. Um, and they maybe they saw that, maybe the Holy Spirit, definitely the Holy Spirit spoke to them. Um, but we were concerned because we couldn't work, and you know we didn't have any money for food and to give them rent to drive anywhere anything like that and they said no we really feel like god wants you here um and then she said, we're going to speak to another family so they spoke to the other family and the other family said well we've been praying separately once that work there there's a work there and they said the holy spirit said at the same time that they, they want they want us to come and stay with them oh. so we said all right cool and and as I, as i'm as i'm saying this those who are watching this are on at college and think how can i make ends meet this is a story of god's provision of, of of living by faith and knowing that god provides so god's god's 
God will provide if you if you step into His His way. So we we, we step out in faith and we say yes, let's let's do this. Um, so we move out to the pastor's house, um, and he lives out in the sticks. And where we were in Northern Ontario, there was no internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a part of what I do every morning is I, I send a Bible verse out. Um, so I was saying to God, how do I send my Bible verse out? Um, because I've got I've got a tablet, uh, an iPad, but it's not it hasn't got a SIM card in it. Um, and I went through a, a couple of days of real real struggle. How I've not been doing it a couple of days, Lord, this is what you called me to. Like, what am I supposed? Is it? Am I finished it now? And God just said, trust me. It's okay. I trust you, Lord. Trust you, Lord. The next day, you'll always see this. The next day, when you trust Jesus, it happens so quickly. The next day, I get a phone call um, to the pastor's phone. So it's, it's Kathleen. Uh, a family at the church look Alex we want to bless you we want to help you I know you're staying on for a little bit longer we want to get you a mobile phone so no no no, I can't do that you know we haven't got any money and bear in mind, I've not said any of this to anyone everything I tell you we me and the wife have just prayed for and we've given it to God we've not included anybody in these because I don't want to be one of these oh give me this stuff it was it was Jesus we can't do this we need you to do this so, so she, she rang and she said, I'm going to give you a phone. And we were, I, I, I haven't got any credit to put on it. I don't know if that's how it works over there. Um, and, and, and they said, no, no, we're going to pay for it. We, oh, we don't know how long we're going to be here for. We might not be able to stay, all this kind of stuff. And she stopped me and she said, Alex, how am I going to get my verses in the morning? And I was like, okay, Jesus, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. So it's a fine, perfect. Um, and this is, you know, as a, as, as a man who's always worked and provided for my wife, it was difficult to relinquish that sort of control and let God do it. But I said, okay, God, I trust you. So we're there. Um, and then we would just, we, I didn't work. So all we did was read the Bible, read study books, pray, worship. So we're going from the pastor's house to the garbage house, to the pastor's house. For Sunday, we, we'd go to church and we'd pack our bags, go to, to back to the house. And then it wasn't too long before another family was oh come and stay stay at our house every now and again so we go to their house as well mm. take our bags to church on Sunday and leave with another family it was um, and then other people wanted to, to study with us because we were, we were on fire and when you're in church you only see people on their best behaviour we were in their houses I call it extreme fellowship extreme friending and like I'm direct you know you know, the husband would come back from work or puts the TV on put my bible up so we just study and, and people found that intoxicating they wanted that they wanted to you know that because it's easy to finish work and just go oh I want to watch some TV but when you have somebody who wants to study it makes it easier mm-hmm. so people will like come and study with us and we're like Lord we can't get around Camden's is a big place like I can't walk it's two or three miles um, um, and I'm like Lord I don't know how to do it people want to do it and we're saying no we can't do it Jesus says do you trust me so I trust you Lord next day um, it was the Hennings, and they um, they said, uh, "Alex, we've got a uh, we've got a truck um, just sitting on the driveway. I don't I don't need it for a while. You can have it. You can use it. Wow. Praise the Lord!" So we're there, we're driving around, um, and and the fuel's ticking down. The fuel, we've got no money, and Lord, no, we're praying. Look, you know, we're doing this. We're doing Your will. You know, how are we going to do this? And then and then it, it always stems. When he says, do you, do you trust me? I said, Jesus, I trust you. Um, and it was literally on the red and we were like, it was getting close. We went to church on the Sunday and there was a little envelope with our names on it and there was gas vouchers in there to buy petrol. Wow. 
That's right. And then it, it was getting close to winter and we had no winter clothes. You come to church, little name on there, winter clothes for money because it gets to minus 40 where we were, right? So, mm-hmm. so a jumper like this wouldn't, wouldn't cut it. Um, so God just provided so miraculously all the way through that. And it was all down to when we just like stopped, you know, I'm a, I'm a big, big believer of trying your best to do something. You know, you know, scripture says those who don't work don't eat. That's not like if you can't work, that's mm. if you're just going to be lazy and expect everything. I mean, if you've got to do as much as you can and then, and then, and then God will do the rest. Yeah. Well, especially when it comes to like finance and stuff. That's how I felt he's worked through my life. So he, he, we never, every time the last dollar went out of the account, sun came in. Sometimes it would just appear in the account, just gift, no name, just no idea where, where it come from. And that went on for 12 months. Um, and that was when I said that like God provides like he, everything, even to a point. So we've been there for about 10 months and it was lovely studying with people and praying and, but we had no time. We just got married and we had no time for ourselves, and we hadn't gone out on a date and, you know, we haven't done anything and, and we were praying and, and not, not even really asking to be fair. We were just a bit down and like, I was thinking I'm not going out for just me and her. Um, and we went into church and an older couple, he's such a sweet man. They're both with the Lord now. Um, they, um, wait there. Okay. I'm not going to cry. It's just, it's just, it's the little things that get you, right? Yeah. So, we went to church and uh, uh, it's Rich and Bernice, they were called Rich, goes, come on, come on, come on, come on. He's like, like an old school old man. Yeah. Mm. Like, yo, yo, come on, yo, 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 come on, do this, do this, do this. And it was, it was like $60, he was like, take your wife out for dinner. Like, out of everything God did for us there, mm. everything God did, that was the thing that hit so much because we didn't need that but he gave it to us because although we didn't need it to survive, we needed that for us by the, you know, Deuteronomy talks about taking a year out of war once you get married, right? Because it's that time of, and we didn't have that. So having that little date and we went to a wings place and she doesn't like wings, but I love wings. (laughs) 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 And it was just so fabulous. So not only does he provide what we need, he, he, he gives us what we want to. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, so if you, if you, if you're watching, like God can provide, you know, you're thinking about coming to college and you don't know how it's going to work financially. If you've got a call to college, he's going to sort that. Just ask him to sell a couple of cows on the hills. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's a, that's a bit of chunk about how God sort yeah, of worked in my life, I suppose. Wow. That's really fantastic. Really Thank cool. you for that. Yeah. It's really cool. Would you say that that kind of, um, that those stories and obviously for you, memories of, mm. of God's provision, how does that kind of speak into into what you do now and how does that kind of you know obviously does that make you think oh like i can actually do this through what what god's going to do through me yeah absolutely so you mean um how remembering that helps Mm. me now yeah yeah so so in a sense we live by faith because my wife works but she doesn't quite make enough money so every every month there's, there's a bit of a prayer um, about how we're going to do it, but God always provides. And having that, having that testimony, Revelation says we overcome Him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And it's, it, it, it helps us in ourselves mm-hmm. to not fall victim of His lies. Mm-hmm. God's not going to do this for you. God's not going to provide this mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, yeah, He is. Because He's called me here. 
and has done it before. Mm-hmm. So he will. So that 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 testimony of remembering helps us through the 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 all these times of unknowing yeah. because you don't know. Even you guys in there, you are unknowing about what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. It's not easy for everyone, mm-hmm. but that testimony definitely helps to when times get tough and the humanity steps in and you think, whoa, he's not going to do it. And then they just pop in your mind, right? Okay, yes, you will. Yes, you will. A really great verse that God gave us before all this craziness kicked off in Canada, we thought it was still fine, was it was in Matthew, Matthew 6, right at the end when it talks about, you know, the birds and feeding and clothing and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and, and then we, we were reading it and then Stacey was like, that's our rhema word. That's our word for season now. And we're like, well, we're all right. Obviously, we weren't going to be all right. Yeah. No. So, so we were able to hold on to our testimony, and we were able to hold on to what the Word of God says to get through it all. Did that answer your question? Yeah, definitely. No, it's really good. <laughs> really cool. Mm-hmm. Have you guys got any 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 testimonies where it comes from a place of need and God just miraculously comes comes through? Well, certainly I've got, I've got a few. I think the funniest thing that actually James, and James was there the other day. I spoke at church on Sunday mm. and this is almost exactly what I was talking about. Mm. I spoke about how sometimes um, a restriction can be God's provision for yeah. us and how um, sometimes we, we, can, we can experience restraint because actually God is trying to lead us into something. Wow. And um, yeah, it's really funny as you were talking about that. I just thought, well, this is almost what I was speaking about <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> it's really funny. God is good. Um, yeah, I spoke about about uh, Jonah and uh, mm. how he goes into the whale and uh, or the, the huge fish. It says, yeah. says, but the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah, and then it's crazy because he thought it was a death sentence, but actually it's a lifeline for Jonah, and that's exactly what you were speaking about and how these crazy situations that you find yourself in, mm. they didn't seem like what it was, but actually sometimes a, a provision comes from a place of restriction. So yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Love it. Mm. Well, if we look at more of a recent-ish, I mean, sort of pre-regents and then joining regents, I really, and this is really simple, but I really wanted good Christian friends, or just any friends really, but good Christian friends. Um, and so just coming to Regents and being able to socialise with people and meet people and friends for life as well has been a great example of provision. It's so simple, but so important. Yeah. yeah. So I can ring through that. Before coming to Bible college, I had no Christian friends. Obviously, we have friends in church, but in Canada, loads of friends, but they're in Canada. So here, um, I was in quite an elderly church back before I came in, a, a village Baptist church. And, and I didn't really have anyone that I was close with. Mm. Um, and I didn't know how much I needed that until I came here so that is just it's yeah. just like it's phenomenal that when you get that mm-hmm. it's like wow like yeah. it's so much easier to live this Christian life mm-hmm. with people who you can just just yeah. vibe with mm-hmm. and that love Jesus too yeah. yeah absolutely would you say that's a particular strength of the college 100% 100% yeah and 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 the ages are, are most of the people are younger than me which is what you would expect because you usually come out of school and do it mm. um but they're all still really vibey mm. yeah. yeah and and everybody wants to be friends um, there's no one in the college where i'm like oh, i don't want to spend any time with like honestly say that as well like i'm mm. like i like everybody and like, yeah. i can vibe with everybody um and 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. I think every time we have someone on the podcast, uh, we always speak about that kind of academic side of things, but also the social side of regions. Mm. And actually, it's funniest asking the lecturers what they think, isn't it? About, like, <laughs> yeah. about the social side of, of because obviously they come to work and then go mm. home, yeah. whereas like James and I stay here all the time, mm. but you'll come to work and then go home, but you still have that kind of involvement and, and relation. I think that's really, I think it's one of the most important aspects of what, what Regents kind of collates together is, yeah, go on. I, oh, I think I've got a best of both worlds because I get all of that fellowship in the community, mm. but none of the drama at night times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> none of the noise and, yeah, and the, none, of, none of the real drama so I could just like slinker off I'll be back in the morning yeah and in the morning you come back and something's gone on and you're just like yeah. oh, let me know I just watch up the message group <laughs> yeah who's yeah. <laughs> being loud yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair that doesn't happen so often does it no. sometimes though yeah you're all right you're down the far end of the building, it's aren't you? Yeah, it's peace and quiet. Yeah, you are young as well, like, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah it's all right, isn't it? Not you kind of expect it, don't you? 10 o'clock, yeah, yeah. if I'm not in bed, I'm on, starting to sweat. Like. <laughs> 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 I need to sleep. Mm. Not too bad. No. Oh, well, thanks, mate. No we wanted to ask, um, what are you looking forward to most mm. about your next couple of years at Regents? Mm. And also, what are you thinking of doing after Regents? Perfect. So what am I looking forward to most? Um, during Regents, I am... So, I, I, it's, a, it's not a cop-out question, but I want to know more about what I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want, I want to go really deep into why do I believe it. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and looking at doctrines and all this kind of stuff and also I don't really come from a Pentecostal background um, although I've, I was in a Pentecostal church for a while in Canada I've, I've really been in Baptist churches and evangelical churches so I'm really excited to, to really get stuck into Pentecostalism don't get me wrong I'm super charismatic uh, I speak tongues with the best of them right you know um, I, I love all the gifts but um, just to understand Pentecostalism a little bit more mm-hmm. especially the way Elam see it mm-hmm. um, I'd never seen I've never heard of Elam before coming to this 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 college yeah um it, how I, did you find out about the college so i i got my call to go to bible college in rugby elam I, oh, yeah. I, 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 I was just coming out of a real low part you know everyone gets a bit low with jesus and stuff um and i come out the the other end and my spiritual mother really greatest the gift of sermon as i was coming back up she was like right you're getting better now let's let's go to this church I was in a Baptist, a small Baptist church, uh, no, about 90 people, little village, a lot of grey hair, a lot of like calm, not, not like you have to play piano and that's it. We had a band and stuff, mm. um, but it was quite calm and I'm quite loud. Um, so she was like, come with me. And we went to this e- Elam church. For me, it's massive. There was like 400 people there. Yeah, like, yeah. For me, that's a huge church. Mm-hmm. Um, really great band. Everyone was really good and the, the, it, was, it was just a real good vibe. Um, and I had been called to Bible college before, or I, I know I've been called to Bible college. God, God said you needed to study and then go out and, 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 and work for him. Um, but he'd stopped me mm-hmm. until this point. Someone came up to give a testimony. Someone's going to give a testimony. They came up, they came up to the front, you know, I've been wanting to go to Bible college for ages and I've, I, you know, God's opened it now. 
And for some reason, when he said that, Jesus just, it was just like he tapped me. Holy Spirit, it's time. And as he did that, Susan turned around and goes, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. And then that's how I learned about it. I was like, oh, well, I've, I've got my car in, in an Elam church. You know, at first I thought Elam was just churches like to call themselves Elam. Yeah. Didn't know there was a denomination. Um, so I, I looked, I, 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 I looked, I looked, I looked into it, um, and everything seemed good. I looked at all the all the courses, you know, the, the faculty, some of the pictures, the grounds, and then we came to the open day. Mm -hmm. um, I had lots of questions, um, you know, because you know everyone's doctrine's a little bit different, and especially when you're getting tutors asking you questions if you disagree with them you know if I disagree with you is it going to be fine right mm -hmm. um, but we don't disagree anyway which is fabulous um, but no it all felt really really great oh, um, cool. so after doing all that um, we, my, my wife came to the open day because we're, we're, we're one and the same so she needed to be on board with it and we decided to come yeah. oh, that's cool really great so come to an open day <laughs> it's really pretty come in the, come in the summer it's fabulous yeah, so, everyone's yeah. playing in the water there's a pool <laughs> <laughs> keep going <laughs> <laughs> that's how I got my call to Bible college mm. yeah but I, I had a I had a I had a call to ministry and let me tell you I've got my Bible I've got a paper one look at this <laughs> so the first time God really spoke to me um, remember, I was a drug addict, lots of crime. Stole my first car when I was, I don't know, 14. Um, so I come from I come from a place of just, you know, Paul says, you know, everything, he, you know, he, he thinks he's like the worst of all people. That's where I come mm -hmm. from. And I remember reading in, 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 in Isaiah 12. Sorry, 19, 17, 15, <laughs> 9. <laughs> Where are you? You like it when it just jumps and it moves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Jude usually jumps around. So Isaiah 12, verses 1 and 2. In that day you will say, I will praise you, Lord. Although you are angry with me, your anger is turned away and you comfort me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my defense he has also become my salvation so that was the first time jesus really like after reading all the bible just wow you've yeah. completely changed my life and not only changed it but it's all for you so i was like right i want to do something for you so i'm praying and, and i'm reading and i'm praying and i'm reading and i'm praying i'm pretty sure it's back in isaiah so i read through and read again isaiah i'm pretty sure it's isaiah 6 it's it's isaiah's call to ministry Sure, it's in Isaiah 6. Let's have a little look. Both of them were there. Holy, holy, holy. So, at the sound of their voices, the doorstops and thresholds shook and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried. So, this is how I felt. Like, when, when I'm reading this, I'm picturing myself. Like, I'm reading it and I'm like, oh, like I feel like I'm Isaiah here. Mm -hmm. um, I, and if you, if you know this story, this is Isaiah's call to, to ministry. God's asking him, who's going to go for me? We'll go into that. But I can feel this. Like, I'm reading this and I'm like, I'm there. Kind of like, this is crazy. Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined. For I am a man of unclean lips. 
and I live among people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord. And at this point, we haven't been married, so I'm, I'm living in sin, and like I'm knowingly like falling, and I'm repenting every time. It's not like I'm doing it, ha ha, I can repent, like I'm just falling short. Um, so I'm reading this, I'm so unclean, I'm so unclean. Uh, then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongues with the tongs from the altar. Which um, with it he touched my mouth and said, "See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away, and your sin is atoned for." How amazing is that? Like, could you imagine reading that? Mm -hmm. Like knowing what you're doing, and and it wasn't long after this, maybe a day or so, when Stacy was like, "We need to get married," right? And this this is the bit. Verse 8, then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, here I am, send me. And he said, go and tell this people. And at that point, I, I don't know how when you read that verse, what you feel the picture is. Mm -hmm. But I see Isaiah on the floor, face down, I'll go terrified and, and 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 reverent to god and that's how i felt in that moment yeah. i'll go mm -hmm. like i know you've got a, you you've got a purpose for my life <laughs> so i'm like right let's do this so i went out on the streets and went evangelizing i did all this thing on my own going out preaching the word and i'm doing everything and it, it all just feels a little bit jumbledy like i'm just trying everything i don't know what god wants from me so I was like, right, let's get real with God. And I started praying every night when I'm reading my Bible, what do you want to do for me? What do you want specifically? What do you want? What do you want? I need confirmation of what it is you want from me. This is years before I went to Bible college. So it took such a long time with me of training me to come to this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then I said, right, I need to know. Send me a dream. Young men dream dreams. Old men see visions, the word says. Send me a dream, Lord. Please send me a dream. And he did. My gosh. Every time he talks to me, it tells me it absolutely terrifies me mm -hmm. so in the dream it's quite it's quite a dark and scary dream so just bear with me it, get, it gets nice at the end um so in the dream i'm in i'm in a i'm in a cage my wife's beside me in a cage and there's cages as far as the eye could see we're in this dark damp dingy cellar really gross if i close my eyes i can taste i can see like it's so vivid i can i can see the sweat dripping down the rails of of, of, all the, of, of all the cages and there's cages as far as the eye could see in the top corner there was a little window you know like on an American program in the cellar you'd have one of those tiny mm -hmm. little slip windows mm -hmm. um, there was one of them in there now every evening we were let out of our cages and we did horrible things and then when we got back into the cages we were a little bit closer to death every single time um, until one evening before we were let out of the cage the window opened and an arm came through I grabbed it, my wife grabbed it, and a couple more grabbed it around us. And as, it, as we grabbed it, it pulled us out. And we know this is Jesus, right? I didn't know this at the time. I needed, to, I needed to pray about it. So as I was being pulled out, I looked back, and the pain that I felt is, I can't, like, there's no words for it. Mm -hmm. It was such a sadness, my body hurt. Like, you know when you've, like, I mean, if you had COVID and your, everything hurts, your, your joints hurt and stuff. Like, it just felt painful. And I woke up and I was crying. So my wife's just sleeping beside me. <laughs> just, we're married by this. We're married by this, 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 this point. Just, and I'm just crying. I, you know, Lord, this is from you. I know it's from you. 
please give me the interpretation, like I need to know what it means. Um, and then really clearly he said, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. He said, when you were in your cages, you thought you were free, but you were trapped in your sin. And sin was what you was doing when you were let out of your cages. If left unchecked, you would have died in your sin. That hand was Jesus. And when you look back, he gives you a little portion of what he felt for his people. Mm. Now go and preach the word. So that's that that was my call then. Like that that okay, that's um, I need to evangelize. I need to tell people about Jesus. Which right at the beginning, big fan of evangelism. Gotta tell the people about Jesus. Yeah, yeah. They need you to go and tell the people about Jesus. And you know what? Some verses really stick with me through that as well. You know, Ezekiel talks about um, and I know it's a bit heavy language and you're all or not, you know, but I had a real sense, you know, if you don't tell them, the blood's on your hands. Like, for me personally, that's that's the conviction I had in my heart. Mm -hmm. If I'm speaking to someone and I've not said, does Jesus love, do you love Jesus? Like, whenever I meet anybody new, do you love Jesus? This is the first thing I'll say to them. I always do it. Do you love Jesus? Even in college, I say, do you love, do you love, do you love Jesus? <laughs> And if they say no, oh, do you want to know about Jesus? No, I don't want to know about Jesus. Oh, mate, I'm over there if you do. Yeah. For me, it's, there's just an urgency that I need to tell about Jesus. I'm not saying if you don't talk about Jesus to people, the blood's on your shoulders. It was just, it was just a real comfort. It comforted me. Although it was a really heavy verse, yeah. there was comfort in that for me. Sure. But that, that was my calling. I had my scripture call. I had that in the word. Mm -hmm. And then I had a wrestle with God. And he was like, right, that's it. And then it took, I don't know, seven years to get to Bible college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah. A real great insight into into you, Alex, and, mm -hmm. and your testimony and, and your journey. And yeah, we just really appreciate you taking the time to come and talk to us. Thank and you. Kind of exploring that with you. It's really yeah. cool. And um, hopefully for everyone that's listening, um, you know, that kind of, these words that Alex speak, kind of speak into your life and you can explore a little bit about how, how you feel and, and how it reflects with you. So yeah, yeah really cool. Uh, and another thing if you're watching this and you don't know Jesus let me tell you something he's genuinely real like I don't sit here I don't lie I'm not lying like I have experienced Jesus and you can experience Jesus as well literally this book is full of how much he loves you right if you're reading this and you haven't accepted Jesus I want you to try and if you know a Christian or if you know other churches run there don't make it private a, 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 a preacher, Billy Graham, years ago, he used to always end his, end his, end his meetings with, I want you to make a public declaration because there's power in that. So I, I, I was really scared before I gave my life to the Lord because I'd mocked it hard. But Jesus wants you to come into the fullness of life and only Jesus can do that. If you're struggling financially, if you're struggling emotionally, depression, anxiety, if you're struggling with just existing, Jesus understands that. He's been through it and he can help you. I, I promise you. If you're reading this and, and, and you've and, and, and maybe you're really dry and, and you haven't and you haven't you and you feel far from God, let me tell you, he's not left. Just reach your arm out and he will scoop you up and give you a hug because he hasn't left you. So please, please, please. Let attest to it too. Give your life to Jesus. It is a big weird word, but just love him and he'll love you and come back to Jesus. He's never left you. There's nothing you can, there's there's no, Corey Ten Boom said, there's no, uh, there, there's no hole too deep that God's love isn't deeper still. And if he can take a drug addict, criminal like like, like me and, and give me to Bible college and a love for Jesus, he can do it for you. Even if you've mm -hmm. fallen back a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
place and please yeah that's brilliant yeah amen, amen. Yeah. <laughs> well let me just pray yeah and then um, and then we'll finish off yeah. father thank you for Alex, Lord, and all that you're doing Jesus. through him and with him, Father, I thank you that you've brought him to Regent's Theological College, Father, and that he can just come and fellowship with us and, and learn more about you. Lord, thank you for his brilliant testimony and the stories that he's shared, Father, and the, and the memories that he's looked back on. I thank you for the things that you've taught him, Lord, and, and the things that you can teach us through his stories too. Father, I just pray a real blessing over him as we... Uh, as we go into tomorrow and the next week, I just pray your further provision on his life and over yeah. his family. Yeah. In your precious name. Amen. Yeah, amen. 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 Amazing stuff. Well, thank you so much for listening and watching this episode. Please share it. Please tell everyone about it. And so they can be blessed from it. Hopefully you have been too. And we will see you next time in another episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>